0: To another episode of Gay Fade Podcast, the podcast where we'll be spilling all the tea
1: on WWE's Clash of Champions. I'm a junior level accountant for the Hurt Business, Grant. And I'm Chris, and tonight I'm having one of WWE's fine wines. I'm having a Slapjack Malbec.
2: I'm Julius, and thank God, finally, R Truth read my daily facts that I send him every day and updated us where little Jimmy is. He's in juvenile camp. What do you do? Um, it's not disclosed, but he is saying that he's raising money to get Little Jimmy at a juvenile camp. So every it. dollar raised from our Patreon is going to be contributed to our truths noble cause.
0: You can, you can help our truth free Little Jimmy by subscribing to, by backing us on Patreon at Patreon slash Podcast.
1: I thought Little Jimmy was out and about. No, he, he only,
0: was that clash of champions. He almost got eaten by a shark. If you watch Class of Champions, you would know where he was.
2: To quote our truth um, he says, It's embarrassing, you know, man. It's like, bro, he done got locked up, man, in juvenile camp. So it's like we taking up money now to get him out. He just went down the wrong path.
1: He said this on... He said that to you?
2: No, he said it on... Um, the WWE is the bump, um, but it's because I faxed him literally every day since 2011. You faxed him? What's yeah. his fax number? I can't disclose that. But, but finally, so you have finally it? someone got him the fax from his fax So can, are
1: we safe to say R-Truth, friend of the pod?
2: Yeah. I mean, he's trying to get little Jimmy out of a tough spot. I don't
0: know if we'd have gay rights without R-Truth. I feel comfortable putting that out there. Mm, I don't know if that's on his agenda, but... I feel like you, what, are you accusing R-Truth of being a homophobe on this podcast? No, I just think he
1: couldn't, he could, if someone said R-Truth.
2: He's a friend of the pod. He's a friend of
0: the pod. He's, he's a gay a ally.
1: Okay. I don't yeah.
2: know where I was going with that. Did you, I mean, for all the listeners Yeah, I don't know why thought... you
0: thought you could slander our truth yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> take that he's, to Chris Jericho's podcast. He's going uh, through a tough time. Yeah. Not really, actually.
2: He no, he's, that, well
0: no he's, he's, yeah, he's doing yeah. really
2: well. That's true. Chris
1: Jericho, on the other hand, has fallen from grace i know so i don't I know that like we're, we're even were... we're not even
0: two minutes in this podcast but <laughs> it, it's time for everyone's favorite segment let's dunk on chris jericho i hate him and then we'll have like a slam dunk sound effect added in yeah if our super producer does that for us who is already uh did, nice. did you see t-bar absolutely slam uh chris, Jer- chris oh jericho God. on twitter
1: if dunking on chris jericho was the olympics, olympics. T Bar would have just got a gold
0: medal. Yeah, T Bar pointed out. um, I feel like T Bar is probably a friend of the podcast and probably a listener of the podcast because we've been talking about the whole Sturgis thing um, every episode since it happened. Yeah, T Bar was 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 nice enough to point it
1: out to everyone. Chris Jericho was hot, even when he was hot and the AEW was fresh and young and he was, you know, popular and everything seemed like it was coming up roses for Curse Jericho, we would still dunk on him. So I feel like we're ahead of the curve here. Because now the world has come around to our point of view. He's a bag of shit. I love T-Bar, but how
0: typical for a straight guy to take a gay man's idea and claim it as his own, you know? (laughs) You know? I love retribution, but... T-Bar, if you're listening, just all we want is a shout-out. I love when people go, that's Dominic Dijakovic. Like, duh. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows who it is.
1: But he goes by T-Bar now yeah i think everyone on like wrestling twitter is like aha i'm the first person in the world that's realized it's fake or it's <laughs> <laughs> congratulations bud you sure are sometimes i read wrestling twitter though and i'm like i don't think these people know it's fake i don't think any of these people no, know that none of this that. is real like dave Meltzer, who's been complaining about the bianca belair segments saying that it's not humanly possible for anyone a man or a woman To do what she's doing in those segments. Is it? I was like, first of all, she's a track and field star, and they probably just put a camera in front of her and said, Bianca, jump over those hurdles.
0: She could literally throw me, like, I think 30 yards, pretty effortlessly. Second of
1: all, again, as we've said, it's fake. (laughs) Do you think? uh, I probably shouldn't. Do you think he watched the Mr. Perfect segment? And he's like, there's no way you could throw a touchdown pass to yourself. The refs would disqualify you, Mr. Perfect. He's like, there's no way anyone
0: could do that unless it was Matt Jackson, in which case he could um, <laughs> because, you know, I don't have a joke. I just think Dave Meltzer's a, oh yeah a weirdo. But, hey, um, speaking of things that aren't related to Dave Meltzer, we watched WWE Clash of Champions. Wah, yeah. Yeah. Well, most of us watched it.
2: I did not watch it. Yeah. I, read, I, I read about it.
0: And that's, like, I feel like what most people are ready to do anyway. They complain about it, but they didn't watch it. if yeah. you don't complain, really. Do you?
2: I, my complaints stay deep down. They're buried in a vault. But, you know, if, if there's anything that you inform me about that I have a very strong feeling about, I will complain.
0: I think you would have really enjoyed the R-Truth segments. Akira Tozawa came back from the dead and took the title from R-Truth.
2: Yes. yes. The, the 24-7 title? No, wait. What's yeah? Okay. Okay.
0: No, the intercontinental title.
2: <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> yes, Don't the be rhythm. mean. Don't be mean.
0: Uh, could you imagine our truth winning any other title
1: at this point? Because I can't. He's
2: won the
1: twenty four seven title forty one times. That's a record, I
2: think. He, yes. he was the first person to get it too, right? When they, when they debuted that. Wasn't it like Mojo Rally or something weird like that? I think it was a
1: uh, not Apollo Crews. Uh, oh, it was ty- Tyson O'Neil. O'Neal. Was the first oh, that's right. one. It was Tyus. He yeah. got it pretty
2: soon after that, though. He I was remembering yeah, having Yeah, he's,
1: he's pretty much always had it. Um, how many
2: times has that changed hands?
1: Like I would probably say over a hundred at this point, right? Well, if our truth is forty-one it. times, it has to be at least
2: eighty-two. I mean, I didn't- I don't even remember when they debuted that it was. It was like two years ago. Rob
1: Gronkowski had it. Uh, some weird sports analysts from Fox NFL's like analyst team had I, it. I think I
0: accidentally won it one time. Yeah, I like when I people remember. pin me via like the back roll up. Just You're, really, you get, just really get your arm there.
2: We're all twenty four seven champions in our hearts. Yeah.
0: Um, so, hey, WWE Clash of Champions was a pay-per-view that happened, and most of us watched it or read about mm-hmm. it. We should talk about it, maybe. Yeah, I um, will say,
1: I was pleasantly surprised with this pay-per-view.
0: I had, yeah, I had, like, kind of, like, a mixed, like, I feel like it had, it. I think it had really good moments, and I think it had really kind of, like, whatever moments. I don't mm. know that it had any really, really bad moments, but... Let's start at the very beginning.
1: I don't know. I will say, um, I don't know if it helped or hurt my enjoyment of this pay-per-view, but I did watch it directly on the heels of watching my beloved Celtics lose to the Miami Heat. So. Oh. Well, I'm so sorry for your loss. I just want people to know I watch basketball. That's okay.
0: <laughs> you can watch your fake sports while we talk about real ones. We Aren't... didn't watch the pre-show, did we? With Sizemore uh, Shinsuke.
1: Well, I... Uh, did you? I didn't. I... I'm... Well, I had it on record, so and then it it didn't populate the full show. So I, I was zipping through the pre-show, waiting for the new one to come on. So I did watch Shinsuke Nakamura versus Lucha House Party.
0: Well, apparently Cesaro and Shinsuke won.
1: Yeah, you know which makes sense. You know what's crazy
0: though, is that they're teasing a Lince Heel turn. And on Instagram, he posted a photo where he's holding his mask, and he was like, "I forget the caption actually." And the everyone was like, "Oh my god, he's gonna take off his mask." I don't know that I recognize him with or without a mask. You know what I mean? And like, out of the three, put him in a lineup and tell me, like, hold a gun to my head and go, which one's Lindsay? I go, oh, man, just pull the trigger.
1: As enjoyable as they are to watch in the ring, yeah, I will say, who cares? I feel bad because they're all really great
0: wrestlers in their own right, I I assume. I don't know that we see them. I mean, yeah, they're great. They're I just good. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel like anyone in a mask who's not Rey Mysterio is destined to be in a borderline racist tag team. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Remember when they used to come out with like pinatas and stuff? That was kinda weird.
1: Yeah, well that was that felt like they were like, you guys should be this the Mexican new day. Why couldn't they just do what Netflix does and like have them say a Spanish word at the end of every sentence so,
0: you know, we the audience <laughs> remember that they are not that they are Hispanic.
1: Ray Mysterio yeah. kinda does that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And then but yeah cesaro and shinsuke i think they're solid tag champions i mean and they're really the only tag team on smackdown anytime they don't know what to do with cesaro there's like they're like here's a foreign person for you to tag team with and he's like you got it we're like cesaro we really need to emphasize the fact that you are not from here but you
0: kind of look like you're from here you've got that danny birch thing going they're like your or is ac- it the only lurkin
1: your accent's funny but not in like a haha funny way so we need to put you with someone with a haha funny accent I love Cesaro. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's just... I think he's your typical laid-back. Like, they're like, okay, Cesaro, we're going to have you lose to this person. He's like, well, all right, fine. Paycheck's the same. <laughs> Win or lose, so... Yeah.
0: Sami Zayn defeated Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles in a triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Match of the night for me. I have to say, I loved this match. It was really good.
1: It was... I, I don't... So... Highlight for me was... Jeff Hardy <laughs> handcuffing or no, Sami Zayn handcuffing a ladder to Jeff Hardy's
0: ear. That's so gross. <laughs> Which
1: I wanna say, like, Jeff Hardy and was in a meeting with Vince and he's like, hey Vince, I got this great idea. What if Sami Zayn handcuffed me to a ladder? And Vince was like, What if instead of the hand? He handcuffed your ear. The ear! No, I totally and he's like, believe it. Why the ear, Vince, man? It's always the ear. And he's like, it's I... got to be the ear, Jeff. I it's totally... got to be the ear. <laughs> You're out of the match. I know. I
0: totally <laughs> believe it was Jeff Hardy's idea. Remember when Randy Orton put a screwdriver through his ear that one time? Yeah. Oh, I Jeff Hardy's about. like, guys, i not get this I, ear pierced, you know, for show. Those gauges. I, he's like, I want you know they can't just be flopping around in the wind and nobody puts a screwdriver or a handcuff through them and look i kind of relate to like i relate to jeff hardy in the sense that like i too have holes that need to be filled but i it i wish they could do it in a less gruesome way
1: it's like it was really effective though it's like the ear of damocles once the that gauge is open and flopping out you know something's got to go in there what on earth what what is the sword of damocles no hmm It's a uh, literary reference based on uh, Greek mythology about a sword hanging over uh, an ancient Greek emperor, and since it was hanging above his head, you knew eventually it was going to drop down and kill him.
0: So this is a wrestling podcast, which means we are lowbrow entertainment, and I don't ever want to hear the word literary on this podcast ever again. I'm just (laughs) saying. This was,
2: for me, this was a
1: very story-based... Chris,
2: let me stop you right there. Know your audience. (laughs) Yeah. do you think our, our listeners read we don't
1: have any <laughs> listeners so no they don't <laughs> i'm Sorry just saying this listeners. was a, this was a very story driven pay-per-view to me so i wanted to step up my uh my game we'll step it down a little bit all right because now i feel dumb <laughs> well, You know, mission accomplished, <laughs> sir. you know what my favorite part of this match was Jeff Hardy running around with a ladder for an ear? No, it
0: was, well, it didn't involve Jeff Hardy. It was watching a Hardy fight someone named Sammy and not dying.
1: Yeah, oh, that's true. This one, I kept thinking there was going to be that moment where I was like, the WWE was going to try to one up AEW and kill Jeff Hardy <laughs> on screen. They were like, look, when we have Jeff
0: Hardy fight our Sammy, no one gets concussed, no one dies, and everyone, you know, goes home safely for the most part. I can't believe Jeff Hardy is still swantoning people through ladders. That looked that brutal. That was insane. He did that to AJ? Or was it Sammy? I can't remember
1: who got it. I think he did it to... Uh, yeah, I can't remember either. I want to say it was Sammy. I, I, remember I remember going, Sammy looks a lot like
0: Fidel Castro. Yeah. When it happened. He, yeah,
1: he does. That's his new gimmick that he's going for, I guess. You
0: know, one time when I was at Bonnaroo, I saw Neutral Milk Hotel perform... And when Jeff Magnum, or Mangum, I don't know how to say his name, but when the lead singer came out, I thought it was Fidel Castro.
1: That would have been wild.
0: It was just Jeff. He's saying. Was Fidel
1: Castro still alive at the time?
0: I don't believe so. Was Fidel Castro alive in 2012?
1: I don't remember when he died.
0: But he yeah. I, care. I forgot he died like semi-recently. Like in the grand scheme of things.
2: In
1: the last decade or so, I think. Good for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, I think it was a good. It's like a. Cre- it felt like a creative way for it to end, with the the handcuffs. Yeah. I want to say I haven't seen like I haven't seen that before. Is there a uh, precedent in wrestling history for handcuffing someone to a ladder or handcuffing yeah. a ladder to someone's ear? They to the ear? No, because But yeah,
0: I mean, there's been handcuffs in wrestling all the time, but. And this, like, I think him handcuffing himself to AJ and then having the key was genius. Because usually I feel like these people, everyone's like, oh my god, Sammy had a key. And then Michael Cole was like, of course he had a key. I was like, "Uh, actually, Michael Cole, if you watch wrestling, no one ever has a key to these things. The referee has to come in. Only the referees have keys, miraculously. I think the referees have, like, skeleton keys that work on anything.
1: Yeah, it, it can only happen so many times before the referee just is like, well... This match is gonna happen. I need my antidote to the poison eye spray that the Japanese wrestlers spit <laughs> out, and I need my handcuff key in case there's any kind of shenanigans. It's like part of their emergency kit. It's part of the part of the welcome package. Yeah,
0: Asuka <laughs> defeated Zelina Vega uh, for in a singles match for the Raw Women's Championship.
1: I thought Zelina looked nice. Yeah, cool. it made Zelina look really good. It was obviously predictable. I think. I actually thought like, it was like maybe, like what if Zelina won? Why not? Yeah, I, I I don't think that thought ever crossed my mind. But it was a good match, and I'm glad that Selena looks good. She's like wrestling really well because I know that she wants to get out there and wrestle more. Well, she used to wrestle a lot. Yeah, I think she wrestled in Impact. As good of a manager as she is, and like a uh, personality, it's nice to see that she has the. I don't understand why she can't. Chops do, to back it why up. Why can't she do both? Why do, Why does it got to be one or the other? Oh, I yeah. Well, I think they're afraid to let the women wrestlers have a personality and also wrestle. Yeah, maybe. So, I think it's a sexist thing. Oh, I just think it's a one or the
0: other kind of deal. You know, they like you to be one particular thing. When I feel like she could, she could still
1: be a manager and go wrestle. That's fine. Oh, you mean like be a man? Yeah, yeah. Of yeah, why, right. Yeah, you know. She can manage Andrade in one match and then the next match she can take her... Snatched manager gown she's off. She's got the whole. Yeah, she's got that beat whole, the shit out of Dana Brooke for 5 minutes. Get her, you know. You pay her, use her. I MVP's don't know. doing that.
0: Yeah, sort He's of. Kind well, of a manager. Funny you mention them because uh, Bobby Lashley was with MVP and Sean Benjamin. He defeated Apollo Cruz, uh, and who was with Ricochet. And I didn't notice that until like five minutes in uh, for the United States Championship. Yeah, this was. Match. Can, can the black wrestlers wrestle other non-black wrestlers? Apparently soon? not. Because I'm not that I don't love Apollo Cruz and Bobby Lashley and MVP Sheldon, and Ricochet, but uh, you know it. Yeah, it, it is kind of weird that we're really like remember when ray Mysterio could only wrestle Humberto Carrillo and Andrade.
1: I know. Well, because if I was Apollo Crews and Ricochet, when Cedric Alexander joined the Hurt Business, I would just simply also join the Hurt Business and be like, great, let's go beat up some people that aren't us. There's not a lot of hair in the Hurt Business, is there? <laughs> I mean, Cedric Alexander yeah, Cedric like has been
0: MVP like a little bit, but other than that... especially even like this, rivals. Even, even yeah, Apollo Crews and Ricochet don't have any it's hair. It's a very bald rivalry. We should throw Titus O'Neil
1: in. He's another bald man. Another bald black man, too. I wasn't going to say it. Well, that's all they seem to want to do with the hurt business. Where is Titus? Remember when him and Apollo used to be friends? Remember Titus Worldwide? They go out of business? I don't know. I think Titus is just writing books about how to raise your kids. Good for him.
0: Remember when Dana Brooke was their accountant?
1: Yeah, I thought that was fun. Yeah, I guess she got laid off. COVID-related, probably. Oh, she did? From As an accountant. <laughs> well, now she's... Uh... What's her name? She's Mandy Rose's best friend. I know
0: I was telling you before uh, we were recording the podcast. It took me I watched that whole match with her and Mandy, and then like it wasn't through halfway in that little interview segment that I went, Oh my god. I think it, I think I heard like the announcers and I was like, Oh, it's Dana Brooke. I totally forgot who she was.
1: Yeah, I think so did a lot of the wrestling world, unfortunately. I like her. She's not bad, she's just there. If she was a spice, she'd be flower.
0: <laughs> i like her though but yeah back to the hurt business and apollo and I, it's not that these two are bad i just don't want to see them wrestle take a break from each other go wrestle other people
1: they even teach like the uh lashley and the hurt business are supposed to be taking on um i almost called them rejection but it's retribution you would have been half right yeah
0: well we, they can't for two weeks because covid
1: yeah they might have been in contact with someone that Tested positive for COVID, so they quarantined which, them, which I think is responsible.
0: Yeah, it's weird that people are like, how lame. I'm like, well, it's better than going to a biker <laughs> rally, infecting a lot of people, you know, 200,000 people and subsequently and and killing coming people. Coming back and jumping into a pool full of orange juice. And, and looking horrible. yourself off. You know, at least when Dominic Dijakovic, excuse me, excuse me when T-bar, T-Bar comes back, he'll look fantastic. Yeah, he's a monster. Chris Jericho is always, Chris Jericho could leave for a year and come back. He still to look like a Cheeto puff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, T-Bar is just huge because he was born and raised in Worcester, Massachusetts. That's how they raise him out there. Where did
0: they bill him from, though? Or do they bill him from Worcester?
1: Ma- I yeah, thought- they bill him from Worcester. But he's from somewhere else, isn't he? Uh, yeah, somewhere uh, uh, not Central America. I hope it's Peabody. <laughs> Peabody, Massachusetts. I mean, as much as I've been to Worcester, I think you need to be seven feet tall and as jacked as Dominic Dijakovic to make it out of there.
0: I don't think we should alienate our or Worcester audience. I said, you know, I used to call Faneuil Hall Daniel Hall for like six months. No one was looking out for me. <laughs> hey, speaking of COVID, uh, the women's tag match got canceled. Between Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, uh, was that a COVID-related thing? It was apparently mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler and/or Nia Jax, and maybe the Riot Squad, came in contact with someone who they themselves allegedly did not uh, test positive for COVID, but they came in contact with someone who did. And then Nia Jax said Shayna Baszler was pregnant, which strikes me as odd because Shayna Baszler strikes me as a top.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to do the physics or biology of that in my head.
0: Do they have those in lesbian relationships? Um, top and bottoms?
1: Yeah, I'm sure they can if they want if that's how they want to delineate their relationship. They can do whatever they want.
0: I know a disappointing amount of lesbians. Like I know like two. I'd like to know more. Yeah, lesbians are great. If you're a lesbian podcast listener, send us an email. <laughs> yeah, give us a <laughs> Do we have question. an email address? Yeah, it What is it? <laughs> Just back us on Patreon at (laughs) patreon.com slash gayfabepodcast. Find us on Twitter at
1: gayfabepodcast. Yeah, and
0: send us a DM, and Chris will tell me a lesbian DM'd us.
2: Yeah.
1: No, yeah, I was disappointed that that got canceled because I love Shana and Naya. I love an odd couple tag team. And I would love for their tag team name to be Shania. Oh, my God. Why
0: isn't it Shania? Shania.
1: (laughs) Shania. they're like we're shania and we're here to
0: rip you in twain and then before before their interesting music we just hear let's go girls <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but it's like maybe like an
1: offbeat version so they don't have to pay royalties i feel like shania twain would do it what yeah, else is she I mean, doing yeah and then like at a pay-per-view at like wrestlemania shania comes out in front of them singing live <laughs> i would love that for them
0: yeah um I don't think Shania, I, oh my God, I'm a Baszler. I don't think Shana Baszler's pregnant, but she is good for her. Um, no, um, I don't know. I was sad because I do like these, I mean, the Rat Squad's like a real team. And I love this odd couple team of, it's like they were like, we have to find two women who make every basement wrestling fan super angry. And they're like, Shane and I pair up. Because people went ballistic. They're like, they're boring and they're dangerous, and I was like, "Oh my god, you've never talked to a woman in your life."
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, "Is quote unquote dangerous in the ring?" Code word for I hate women wrestling. Actually, no, it is kind of dangerous. I know I, kinda, I
2: have to walk
0: <laughs> it back now,
1: but she has. Remember, she has hurt a few people.
2: Yeah, but someone that big and that imposing, I think you get a free pass to be a like monstrous person.
1: It's more so that she's unsafe. That's true. It's true. I think I'm trying to think well it was Becky Lynch that she punched in the face and that and then there's she, like a huge magnifying glass on that because that was
0: yeah but that anything, launched Becky Lynch it did a, to stardom it, it did Becky a lot of favor and then and then she also concussed Kyrie Sane or did she concuss her did she, she hurt Kyrie Sane and then there was After that one Kyrie. time she like dislocated Bailey's shoulder
2: did she ever I hurt Ronda that. Rousey <laughs> Did she what? Did she ever, like, hurt Ronda Rousey? Actually,
0: I think Ronda Rousey hurt her. That, or Ronda Rousey might have hurt Alexa Bliss. I mean... Ronda Rousey hurt someone.
2: I know Nia Jax Ronda is, Rousey
0: hurt the trans community. I, well, yeah. her career's over. She's done for. Big turf. Yeah. Who knew Ronda Rousey and J.K. Rowling would have some kind of middle
2: ground? It was Nia Jax who, like... she tore her ACLs, or did she really hurt them? Both of her ACLs.
0: Yeah, and then in solidarity, Tamina did the same thing. <laughs>
2: But she did it at a TJ Maxx, like, midnight sale, and she was the only one that showed up and had to break in.
0: She did it with her legs. She, like, I think it was when she... Well, that was a long time. That was a WrestleMania or two ago Yeah, that that happened. It was for the women tag belts.
2: I remember mm-hmm. Nia Jax was injured and, like, out of the picture, and then now she's back, and I'm very happy. I love Nia Jax.
0: I do, too. I feel like she loves the gays. She probably loves what they do with her hair, Yeah, if nothing else.
1: I mean, if she's down to clown with the... Uh... Shayna Baszler and become Team Shania. I love I love Shayna. I love Shania. She's Team great. Shania. Shayna Basler on WWE The Bump or whatever talk show it is that I keep seeing clips of her with our truth is pure gold.
2: That's where our yeah, people saying that. that. She's baby like, baby baby like baby baby trying baby 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 to be baby baby
1: baby. Baby. She's like trying to be the meanest person that she can be, and literally our truth cracks her up at every turn, and it's just wholesomely hilarious. And people are like She's breaking, blah, blah, blah. And again, these are the same people who think that wrestling's real. So, fuck you guys. I love it. You know
0: what I remembered earlier today, um, randomly? I I thought it was R-Truth at first, but it actually turned out to be Booker T. It was that one time on commentary, Booker T looked at Michael Cole and he goes, I had a dream last night that you died. And they were, like, on live TV. And I thought it was R-Truth for a while, because I was like, he would say something like that, just unprovoked. And then I was like, wait, no, it was Booker T. But... Both are both both have one letters in their name.
1: Yeah, R Truth Booker T.
0: Booker Truth. Ooh. Hey, the Street Profits uh, defeated Andrade and Angel Garza for the hundredth time for the WWE Raw Tag Team yeah, Championships. weird.
1: Weirdly, the same matchup, weird ending to this one,
0: right? So yeah, so Julius, what happened in this match is uh, there was clearly a kick out um, when. Uh, Andrade got pinned. He kicked out at two, but the referee counted at three anyway and ended the match. Because apparently Angel Garza got hurt. And it seemed at the time that it was really bad. They threw up the X, and they, it sounds like they called an audible to end the match. But turns out he's fine. Yeah, it was his hips they were worried bad. about. And I'm always worried about those. I mean, Can we talk about Andrade's entrance luck? So you're going to have to. Because I don't really remember it, but I do remember you texting me that you hated it. It was not... try Googling it while you talk about it.
1: Yeah, so it was not good. It was this blue, like, flowing thing. It's similar to what he usually wears, but it was, like, all blue, and there was no distinction between the separate pieces of the costume. So it literally looked like he ran through some drapes on his way to the ring and got spun up and tangled in them, and then just kept going, because it looked like... He just wrapped himself in a sheet and walked out.
2: So there was no silhouette. It was just. Yeah, no,
1: there was no silhouette. There were no accents. It was just this bright blue. And it's a great blue because once he took it off, the tights looked great. But his. Yeah, I can only find pictures of the tights that I think look fine. Yeah, the tights look fine, but his, his was weird. Was it sparkly robe situation, or was it just
2: a solid blue? Yeah, it was sparkly. I, yeah. Like, yeah,
0: that. I like that. I've always kind of had a problem with his outfits because I feel like they're cut weird. They make him look like he has a little tiny little butt yeah it's like they cut it right at the i don't know the legs start right at the end of the cheek which maybe that's just how pants work i don't know
1: yeah and angel, speaking of uh of wardrobe angel garza i think had one of his best pants to rip off moments they get better and better each time. It, th- those things blasted off like a...
0: <laughs> Do you think that's why they were so worried about when he hurt his hips? Because they were like,
1: no, that's your most valuable
0: asset! <laughs> not, the, not the hips! We need you! Not his pants ripping hips! <laughs> we need those! Beth Phoenix called in. She was like, stop the match! <laughs> yeah, this match, Um, outside of the fact that... Um, I mean, you know, Glad Angels, okay. I, I, this is another match where I'm like, I don't want to see this anymore. This yeah. is like the 80th time we've seen it, and I'm tired of it. I love the Street Profits, though. I love Angel Garza and Andrade. But, you yeah. know, turn the page. Well, I, it I looks mean, like
1: Andrade's going to get a singles push. He got a, his ass beat by Keith Lee on Raw. That was hot. Yeah, that was really good. I love
0: those two together. It a, it's a fun match. I do like that one. I, um, I don't love uh, the fact that we have no tag teams on Raw besides the Street Profits now, right? because Viking Raiders are out of commission for a little bit.
1: No, yeah, those guys. They're doing well, Domino's commercials.
0: Maybe we can talk about it a little bit later, but maybe maybe the draft will have something for us. Maybe more tag teams. Hopefully. I forgot about the draft. Add that to the itinerary.
1: Yeah, we'll put it on <laughs> put it on the schedule.
0: Moving on, Oscar defeated Bailey by disqualification for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. And um this Ouch. was supposed to be Bailey versus Nikki Cross, but apparently Nikki Cross also came in contact with someone who had COVID. So Asuka answered a quote-unquote open challenge. They wrestled for like two minutes. It was a disqualification. The real story is that Sasha Banks showed up and beat the crap out of Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> that was great.
1: More good story in this pay-per-view. Yeah. Like I said before.
2: Are you Team Sasha or Team Bailey? Team, team Sasha. Sasha. Okay. Team Sasha. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought.
1: What about you, Super Producer
0: Jay? And I love Bailey, but she had it coming.
2: Yeah, she's had it. I do, I have to,
0: it makes me torn, though, because I love how much Bailey hates Michael Cole.
1: I do like that. I do enjoy that. I remember when she turned around and said, shut up, Michael? <laughs> I was like, thank you. I was living for that stretch where the New Day would come to the ring and take off their, like, coats, their, like, entrance gear, mm. and just huck it at Michael Cole. Yeah, that's like, what he's there for. Like they were playing dodgeball in middle school. Um, but, yeah. Um, and I do, I will say, for all of the... All of the crap I give Bailey, I do think she works as a heel. She's a great heel. She's doing a great job.
0: She's probably one of the best heels, I would say. Are you playing footsies with me down there? I <laughs> thought I was touching
1: something that was not your foot. It turned out to be your foot. You're playing footsies with me. Yep. Later. <laughs> After the podcast. We're going to edit this out. No, we're not.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Bailey's a fantastic heel. I love seeing Sasha Banks come back and... I love that anyone with a neck injury just has to wear a fluffy collar and then they're like totally fine.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear one of those all the time so that people are nice to me. And then if I don't like them or they're not wearing a mask out in public, I'm going to turn around and sl- smash them with a chair. Was it a chair or a kendo stick she had? I think she had a chair because Bailey was using the chair. That's right.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Oh, I love Sasha. I hope they don't have to rush to that match I do. I will say it's funny when like the wrestlers like Bailey hits... Uh, Sasha with the chair and she's like I've got a chair now that's my thing I'm like you and every other wrestler that wants to be a heel Ty Dillinger for a while was going around and being like I always carry a chair I'm like yeah so does everyone it's called wrestling that's like the first thing people think of when they think of wrestling oh don't (laughs) hit me with a chair Ty Dillinger that's he's Hmm. a little wiener or Sean Spears I should say I don't think anyone
0: knows who you're talking about no matter what name he is uh, next up, we had our semi-main event. Drew McIntyre defeated Randy Orton in an ambulance match for the WWE Championship.
1: Before we start, can we talk about Drew McIntyre's chest hair? It's getting thick. I would describe it as luscious.
0: luscious. I, it's like a forest of just pure man.
1: I went so far as to uh, message Grant while I was watching and say that I believe that Drew McIntyre, in his contract, has a rider that says if he's holding the championship belt... He does not have to shave his chest hair. I want to travel
0: (laughs) through it like an enchanted forest.
1: He said, Vince McMahon, if I'm ever holding the title, I will not be shaving any part of my body that I don't want to. What about
0: you? That doesn't sound like him, but it also does not not sound
1: like him. You know what I mean? (laughs) My Drew McIntyre, it fades in and out. It's it's like, like... when I
0: say that, it it sounds like Drew McIntyre. No, but would I also guess you were doing Drew McIntyre? Yeah,
1: I think so. Listen to me, Grant. I won't be shaving my chest. No, I lost
0: it. Yeah, I don't see, think anyone would fine. ask him to do that.
1: No. Um, this was a fun match, if if
0: because it had a lot of cameos. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a train of dads.
2: <laughs>
0: In some cases, grandfathers, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> so who was the first? Who first? Big Show showed Big up, show. which I actually thought I was hallucinating. When he uh, grabbed the ankle. Well, because B- Big Show like shaved off his. So Julius, Big Show, inter- a lot of people interfered in this match. Basically, anyone Randy Orton has wronged within the last two months <laughs> showed up to hurt him. You um, and wait,
2: let me let me guess. He swiftly dealt with all of them, right? No, they and went on to win him. the match.
0: No, they went on to uh, hand him his butt.
1: They no. got their payback. It was almost like the classic uh, Christmas Carol story where three ghosts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> came back to teach uh, Randy Orton a lesson about the meaning of Clash of Champions. Wrestling's past, present, and future. <laughs> Except he didn't learn anything. I know. Well, that's why one complain about this match. I wish that Randy Orton, after getting closed into the ambulance, then blasted his head out of the window and saw drake maverick running down the street and said young boy what day is it and drake maverick was like it's clash of champions sir." and he's like go out to the nearest scottish store and buy the biggest haggis you can find and bring it to drew mcintyre and his weird old friends i've learned my lesson about wrestling and i'm nice now so he
0: did the opposite and put on some night vision goggles and killed Ric flair <laughs> he sure did next he night on rock he went full tom clancy I love how creative they have to get. They're like, we really can't touch this player. He Rick is such Blair a liar. Can't take a chair shot to the back, you can't take r- one to the arm. And Randy's like, Well, I've got these night vision goggles. And they're like, God, you set them. They're bitch, like, Randy, you
1: just have those? And he's like, why not? When it,
0: when he put them on, I was like, okay, he's going skiing right like that's like he's going on some kind like, of winter he vacation to
1: Disguise himself as the new member of retribution oh, i
0: thought it was retribution and that's why they're wearing a mask and i was like no that's not enough you need to quarantine yeah. for two weeks <laughs> but no it was randy orton we're off topic we're off but um first big show showed up we have to go back to where this all began big show shows up with no goatee i had no idea who that man is he looked that's... like every other 500 pound seven realize... foot tall man
1: Okay, so like your Dana Brooke moment, I spent the entirety of this pay-per-view and all of Monday Night Raw thinking, why does Big Show look so fucking weird? Did he lose like a thousand (laughs) pounds? What's going on? When he showed up, I was like, oh no. He goatee.
0: When he showed up, I was like, oh no, it's two Lars Sullivans. And I was (laughs) like, oh wait, no, it's it's Big Show. Which I guess this makes for like his like eighth face turn. Probably Mm. like actually more like 18th.
2: This one was a cinematic match. Nope. No. just oh, the, uh, that's exciting! It, it was, did it's take it's you on amb- a very. It took you on a kind of a, like
0: an emotional like rollercoaster. <laughs> yeah. I see. Ride. might as well Ambulance have been. match. Yeah. What does that mean? An ambulance match is a match where you win the match by putting your opponent in the back of an ambulance <laughs> and closing both doors.
2: And I'm assuming, the ambulance drives to the hospital.
0: It does, and in this case, it was it just... piloted by Ric Flair piloted it was driven by it's not a <laughs> no lost. i do believe that rick flair believed he was piloting a 1920s biplane rick flair was there um to drive the ambulance away which would have been awkward had drew mcintyre lost and rick flair was like well this was supposed to be a fun gotcha moment but <laughs> instead of off to the hospital here, we go
2: i'm assuming that uh, instead of the hospital it drove to a hospice care and dropped off rick flair
0: no because he was the one driving I mean, and I don't think there's anything strong enough to kill that man. I'm going <laughs> to knock on wood because I'm not going to lie, two hours before Ruth Barry Ginsburg died, I made a comment about like how strong she was and then boom. So not taking that chance with Ric Flair. Yeah, but
1: we've made those comments about Ric Flair for years now and that hasn't stopped him. I don't want to be the one to do it. That's true. I Can strongly believe that you could run up to Ric Flair with a sword and it would simply bounce off of him. He'd put body. you in the figure four. <laughs> <laughs> put um, you in the figure sword.
0: Christian showed up as well to beat up Randy Orton. Yeah. Oh. Remember Christian? Not Edge. Very quite a, the handsome always elder a good-looking guy. Yeah. Always a good-looking guy. A total dick from what I hear. Wait, but really.
1: Edge, but like in a he lovable seems way. so charming on the
0: uh, I think it's part of it.
2: Christian podcast. No,
0: but like He breaks balls. Yeah. I mean, he's a prankster. That little, a pr- little rascal.
2: Edge didn't show up?
0: No, no. I
1: kept waiting for it, but he Yeah, that he's, seems like it would be he's, the icing He's got an injury. Cake. I mean, they could wheel. You could still. I mean, the Shawn Michaels threw a super kick and then literally like finger touched
0: him off. Oh yeah, so Shawn Michaels also shows up and then he super kicks Randy Orton and pushes him off an ambulance, which they play like kind of like a Simba Mufa or like a Mufasa Scar moment. He just pushed Randy Orton off the ambulance. It's like a foot off the ground. Wasn't that big of a drop. Okay, he
1: kind of fell into some like cardboard. Yeah. So to
0: recap, Big Show interfered. Okay. Followed by Christian. Okay. Followed by Shawn Michaels. And then Ric Flair drove off into this drove off into the sunset. Rewinding drew McIntyre won
2: to uh, Drew McIntyre's chest hair. Um, did Randy Orton look smoother than usual? Like, is there? He's a- like
1: a slippery little snake. Yeah, that's yeah. What you mean. If he for him to look smoother than usual, he would have to glide to the ring. frictionlessly. Was he, had, he had oily, like oily? Yeah, he had like just shed his skin.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's when he looks as shiny as his, shiniest his, and his most, yeah. Like, he had just had his
1: had his viper shedding moment.
2: <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: And then the next night on Raw, he showed up and turned uh, all the legends were hanging out in a room together, like all the ones that beat him up. And they're like, "Ha we beat up Randy Orton." <laughs> he walks in, puts on some night vision goggles, turns off the lights, and beats them all up with a chair. Oh wow! Yeah,
2: that sounds intense. We, the
1: audience, don't get to see it, but Randy saw everything. I assume they were yeah. again. Pl- they were also playing the world's worst game of poker. It was so dark. What, were they they kept making references to like the game and i was like that's not how poker works maybe they were all like me and didn't know how to play poker but we're all too <laughs> embarrassed to say so at one point sean michaels was like okay just deal the cards just deal the cards and i was like sean you already have your cards they're I, sitting in front of him and he's like give me my cards and I i'm feel like they're right there sean michaels like that's how i
0: play poker though <laughs> i'd be like i'd be like hit me because that's <laughs> poker right in my dream no.
2: scenario that's uh... blackjack. My dream scenario and a Drew McIntyre Randy Orton fight. I would love oh, for uh, Drew McIntyre's like one of his chest hairs to become like you know loose. You know you shed hair. It happens. I would love for that hair to stick to Randy Orton's you know oily shiny body. He looks down and notices and just peels the hair off and just looks so angry and then goes on to beat up drew mcintyre
0: i like for drew mcintyre to pull a claymore out of his chest hair like an actual (laughs) an actual sword right (laughs)
2: you know i thought
0: for the longest time it was like a
1: reference to like the bomb a claymore like a claymore mine yeah i've never understood why the mines are called a claymore it's like i don't know i get that they're devastating but it doesn't anyway we're not a
0: do you think rick flair got pulled over for one probably driving without a license at driving point. without a door that's what i was gonna say he had <laughs> no door drew mcintyre kicked the door off the ambulance
2: <laughs> oh wow do you think they bought an ambulance second hand or the local florida like hospital no it was, was definitely like, hey. like a
0: fake ambulance because at one point drew mcintyre pulls off a red chair with like a medical symbol
1: on it because oh, yeah. as we all know every standard ambulance comes and equipped with a one red of my medical favorite chair moments of the night i was that like folds. why was there a folding chair let alone a red folding chair with a cross on it and before i was able to finish my thought process samoa joe on commentary goes what
2: what, what kind of ambulance is this <laughs> Samoa
0: Joe, I literally is just like he's just there for us he's there to voice the thoughts we're having as an audience because i feel like no one tells him what's supposed to happen that night and he just reacts accordingly
2: mm-hmm. Do you think any wrestling fans thought it was a real ambulance Yeah,
0: I think many of them listen to this podcast. I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I I think
1: there are some wrestling fans that were like, "That's not an ambulance." I've seen Ghostbusters. I know what an ambulance (laughs) looks like. I've never seen Ghostbusters. I
2: have not seen that movie in years. They drive around in an old timey
1: ambulance.
0: Good for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we have to top it all off—the main event: Roman Reigns with his special counsel Paul Heyman defeated Jey Uso by a technical knockout for, uh, for the Universal Championship. This was a really uncomfortable match, but in a really good way.
1: Yes, he I would really, say,
0: really kill Jey Uso.
1: You hear the phrase like, especially since AEW has come about, and I do well. I would say I hate keep harping on them. Go ahead, but you on. hear AEW fans saying thing the phrase they're telling a story in the ring, and for like the longest time, I was kind of like, I don't think they are. I don't know how like how what or what that phrase really refers to but they'd be like people would be like the mimosa match really told all the story in the ring i'm like i don't think it did i really don't and then when i saw this i was like that is how you tell a story in the ring this match it was fantastic i mean roman reigns went first of all he came out without his little chest
0: vest which i thought was fantastic yeah more bare chests why why have they been hiding that from us Roman Reigns, why have they been hiding his chest? I was like, God, good for you, dude.
1: Yeah, people were complaining that he looks quote-unquote pudgy. And to those I people, would like I to say look... you step in the ring with Roman Reigns and his pudgy body and see who gets snapped in half first. I would like to, if that's pudgy, I would like to be pudgy. Yeah, I'll be pudgy all day because that
0: is a man. That is, that is <laughs> a thick boy. I thought, no. I thought what was fantastic about this match is that at one point, I thought Jey Uso was going to win when he hit his super kick and then when he hit the other super kick and he went for his splash i was like oh my god Jay Uso might win and like in my heart you knew like no
2: yeah he's not gonna but
0: win but that's like what makes wrestling great is those moments when
1: you're like inside you is going he's got it he's got Uso is going to be universal
0: champion which is a whole mm-hmm. but honestly that's a sentence that would make sense in 2020 but it was a fantastic match it got really uncomfortable which was the point when roman reigns wouldn't end the
1: match. Instead, he just kept beating up his he wanted, cousin. He wanted uh Jay Uso to say, you are the tribal chief. I love that Paul Heyman, <laughs> I love that Paul Heyman stepped in and was like, you are the tribal God chief! Please stop killing this man! God help him, Paul Heyman was there to cut the tension at least for a little while. I'm
0: th- I'm yelling at my laptop going, you are the tribal yeah. chief! Leave this boy alone! <laughs> just
1: leave him alone. Yeah, He's was... already dead! Stop!
0: Yeah, then Jimmy Uso came in to, to throw in the towel. For his brother, his brother, which I thought was, I think it's weird that they refer to Jimmy Uso as his older brother, by like eight minutes. So I guess yeah. it's true. I mean, Julius, you're a twin. I am. Do you consider one to be an old? Are you the older brother?
2: No, I'm not. I'm nine minutes. Do you younger. consider
0: your brother older?
2: Like legally or technically, yes, but no. I was like, there's a legal. Let me ask here. this: if you were so legally, he's brother... he the firstborn.
1: If your brother was born at eleven fifty eight two minutes from midnight, and you were born nine minutes later, would you still then be twins?
2: <laughs> Biologically, yes. because exa- we have different birthdays? <laughs> Xavier Woods would argue that you are not twins. Yeah, so a <laughs> on a
0: podcast, uh, they, on the New Day podcast, Xavier Woods uh, is one of the hosts, obviously. They had the Usos, and they mentioned they have two different birthdays. Oh, no, excuse me. They almost had almost two, different, had two different, birthdays. different birthdays. One of them was almost born after midnight. And Xavier Woods goes, so you guys almost weren't twins. <laughs> to which, we don't need to dunk on Xavier Woods because they spent the yeah, remainder I think of that podcast doing you know, it. That, that enough.
2: He paid his price.
0: Yeah, that online PhD didn't do him a whole lot. I was lot. almost
2: born after midnight. My brother was born at 11.45. I was born at 11.54 in the PM. So it was there very you know. close.
0: That's crazy. I I shouldn't dunk on his PhD. It's kind of sad what happened.
2: Your story makes me think, this is completely wrestling unrelated, but I watched a video yesterday that hurt my soul of two QVC Shopping Network hosts arguing whether the moon is a star or a planet. (laughs) (laughs) And in the background, they they argue for two minutes, Oh (laughs) and someone goes, the moon is a moon! (laughs) (laughs) You're both wrong. It's too much. That's so, yeah, fantastic. I mean, yeah. Was it those himbos, the DaVinci twins? <laughs> no, they would never be on QVC. They're not qualified. i love to be a himbo. <laughs> Instead, I'm just dumb. you know, are <laughs> I mean, being dumb is a qualification of being a himbo. Yeah, you're but I don't have there. like the body,
0: you know? I think you're getting there. Yeah, I have do. what they call a heart of gold and a dumb of ass. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I thought this was a great pay-per-view. I I thought it was a weird pay-per-view. I mean, obviously, they had to scramble some, they had to throw some things together because of the whole COVID stuff, but I thought, overall, I gave it a thumbs up. When faced with adversity, they prevailed. I really liked it. When faced with adversity, they were like, Asuka, you're pulling
1: double duty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Someone God bless
0: Asuka. Give her, uh, give
1: her a vacation or some new ring attire or a raise or something. How cause... can Asuka wrestle two full matches with pristine face makeup and Darby Allen can't make it past the first Irish whip before his face makeup starts <laughs> melting,
0: and he melting out? He comes out to the ring and it's just, it's just gone. I feel like he starts with a full face and when he comes out of the ring, it's just half because the other half's already sweat off hate darby allen i shouldn't say yeah, hate you sure do he's I'd, not i dislike heart i dislike Can, darby could be allen. worse no could be i sammy guevara I, ugh, well okay that's true that's true they probably, any 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 big happenings with AEW?
1: they had a they had a COVID thing yeah they had a big COVID thing and couldn't be because of well actually probably i couldn't. would go out on a limb and say that it probably was because of chris jericho maybe i feel like the timeline's a little weird Mm
0: -hmm. i just i would just i would just rack it up to the fact that they're all in florida
1: i made what's probably an off-color joke thinking saying that uh chris jericho brought back a strain of covid that had a personal vendetta against jake the snake roberts and was laying in wait until a time which it could go and catch him i don't get your obsession with wanting jake the snake roberts to die he i don't want him to die i just think that he's a bad person and he hates women and abuses animals so i oh 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 Lots to get into. To, he <laughs> seems to hate women. And I think it's he a character. carries a snake around in a bag. That's everywhere. <laughs> That's fair. I'll give you the snake. That's not, not a nice way to treat a snake.
0: Yeah, I don't. Well, no, probably not. I don't think I'd like it. We could ask Randy Orton. What if Randy Orton came out of Jake the Snake's bag one time?
1: He opens the bag, and Randy <laughs> York comes out and like bites Eddie Kingston on the nipple and disappears. And everyone's like, "Look at this tall snake!" And, you know, I think Randy would tower almost
0: everyone. I'm a snake in AEW. I'm a slippery snake. I'm sad Lance Archer doesn't get a didn't get that title shot, and instead we had to watch Eddie Kingston. Yeah, is Eddie Kingston good at promos? Or you know what? I, when Eddie I'm, Kingston's good at yelling. It's kind of like that SpongeBob episode where. Squidward goes, people sound, people are loud when they want to sound smart. And Plankton goes, correct. That's kind of like every Eddie Kingston promo for me. I mean,
1: I remember the first time he kind of debuted, you texted me like, whoa, Eddie Kingston's good at promos. And I was like, because that first promo was good. And then, and then it turns out though,
0: unfortunately, it's the only promo he can do.
1: Yeah. When you start at your top gear. And just keep going. It doesn't, it doesn't lead to anything. It's just like here comes Eddie Kingston to shout at everyone again. It doesn't help that his weird faction is completely directionless.
0: You know what I don't get? You have the
1: Lucha Bros, who are arguably one of the best tag teams ever. Not ever. I don't know why I said that. Like Around, I mean, we were right talking now. about Lucha House Party. I was going to say they're about on the level of the no, Lucha Bros.
0: They're better. <laughs> Lucha Bros are better than the Lucha House Party. It's just, but
1: they're just, but mean. they don't know
0: what to do with them. They put him with Neville for whatever reason. The death triangle. And then when that didn't happen because of COVID, they are like, well, let's put him with Eddie and the Butcher and the Blade.
1: Why? Just let them have a match. Let them, I would argue, let them have the tag belts or give we don't need to put them on dax hardwood and wild wielder or whatever those guys are i
0: feel really bad for them because they really went to a whole new company just to prove how boring they are yeah (laughs) i feel comfortable saying that like i I know i'm kind of harsh on everyone else but i feel totally justified in saying that these are two boring men who were only ever exciting when they had like good opponents you know, like when people look back at like the tag matches they were in, no one talks about them. They talk, they talk about,
1: about the time the Usos put Icy Hot in their underjams. I talk about it every night. <laughs> it's like a bedtime story for me. I'm like, that was great. <laughs> I prefer the first interaction where they caught them shaving each other's backs. Because I was like, what a weird reason to shame two men. I know my boyfriend did that for me the other day. I feel fine saying that
0: on a podcast. Dano, if you're listening to this, my boyfriend shaves my back. You tell me if it's weird.
2: That is, I personally don't think that's weird thank you having someone there to shave your back i is couldn't
1: reach it always. it was one spot yeah i personally don't grow hair on my back so i can't relate to oh it must story. be nice to be you you twink
2: yeah what, <laughs> what is your testosterone level two
1: is that a
0: you level have, of... you've got that randy orton testosterone <laughs> yeah. level you're just a smooth smooth
1: boy <laughs> no because i grow the world's weirdest nipple hair I call them my tarantula
2: nipples. <laughs> like really long? See, I don't get nipples. It's hair. like long Are black hair. Are they all really long or right, is it just the random right long next, hair?
1: No, it's like. Like if I milk like you, 16 would black hair come out? like hairs around each nipple of varying lengths. It's kind of nice. So they're of, like tarantula so like. What you're
2: saying is you, you groom them to like all oh, the same like
1: no ideally i shave them off if i know i'm going to be in a situation where i have to take off my shirt you shave
2: your you shave your
1: nips you, you don't think you don't think like a drew mcintyre situation would come of it if you just let it do its thing no because i've tried that Your super, super the super producer worse, just worse. shook his head no You've yeah. never tried you could braiding even answer. them
2: some people are not blessed with long robust hairs branding
1: them braiding braiding, oh, braiding them oh jesus i thought you meant like burn the the area where you could, you could it grows. Probably cauterize them off. Yeah, what are male nipples
2: like, actually used for? What are they used for?
1: They let me
0: know when it's time to stop running. They let me know when it's because they start bleeding. Oh, one time I thought something was really wrong with me because I went when I was, when I used to be two hundred pounds. I went running one time and my nipples were bleeding and I thought something was like really wrong. No, they chafed really bad. Chafe. Yeah, yeah, no one told me. They're not. sensitive. No one, no
1: one was there for me. You know. And we're sorry about that. This is a confession. <laughs> I like how I'm calling the, the revival back. It's really made me weepy drunk and not my regular <laughs> stupid jokes drunk. Yeah, so
0: that's another thing. is doing their own wines. Oh, Their own wines? Their own brand of wines. There's gonna be an Ultimate Warrior one, which I think will taste like homophobia. So we're, and an going to try it, which right? will taste like boots. I think we should do a whole podcast where we just do a wine tasting of the WWE Wines. <laughs> we'll have two wines to taste. It'll be five minutes long. It'll be great. <laughs> I heard when you pop the Ultimate Warrior one, it calls you a slur.
2: <laughs> who is oh the target God. demographic for these wines? Wrestling I, wives? I don't.
1: Maybe. People who will buy one bottle and then keep it to be like, this is my Collectors,
0: Ultimate Warrior yeah.
2: wine. Are there like wrestlers on the label? Do we know more details?
0: Yeah, there's Each- going to be like a Macho Man one. Um, there's going to be a Stone Cold one, which I think will just be beer. <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold already has his own beer. Does
1: he need his, his own wine? I think
0: Stone. I think you tell Stone Cold will pay you X amount of money for your
1: likeness and he'll go, hell yeah. I don't I, like he cares. There's no
2: Randy Orton wine?
1: Not yet. Not yet. Okay. There's i there's always made with very a chance. small grapes. I, my hope for this line of wines, first of all, I did not know there was going to be a ran- Macho Man Randy Savage one. But I, I think hope. I read that. Are you sure it wasn't me texting you a joke about a no, Macho Man let out. Randy Sauvignon Blanc. Just like your nipple hair, let it be free. <laughs> Tell us the joke. I, I already said it. You were too busy making fun of my nipples. I care. wasn't making fun of it. I was encouraging it. <laughs> um, so I want them to release one for Macho Man Randy Savage. That's a Macho Man Randy Sauvignon Blanc. That's a good one. <laughs> and I want them to release one for Shinsuke Nakamura. Hit, it, hit me with that. That is a Shinsuke Sakemora. I <laughs> oh, And they can love get into that. Japanese wines. Is sake wine? sake was sake? technically a rice wine yes good for you i worked at you a liquor store wine. for like six years so you know your, is... <laughs> you know your, you know your wines but yeah yeah that's exciting and um i think the only other one i came up with before this podcast was a bianca bellini but that one's oh that's that's good, that's yeah. good. Yeah. i think it's it's, good.
0: it's like half baked maybe if you put like a really long braid on the bottle yeah you know, so like you know it's her you know yeah <laughs> And then you can, like That's how you out. open it. You pull on the hair, and the cork pops out. Yeah. And then, you know, to kind of wrap it up here, the last bit of WWE news is the draft, or the Superstar shakeup. if you're a loser. Um, it's coming back uh, next Friday and Monday. Uh, let's go around the table. Chris, who would you like to see drafted to Raw, and who would you like to see drafted to SmackDown?
2: You get oh, one boy. Pick. You this get impl- one
1: pick. This implies that I know who's on each show. Yeah, it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> I mean, like... Like you had alluded to before, I do hope Raw gets a a tag team drafted to their side.
0: Which tag team? Pick one. That was the question. Oh, boy. Answer it. Um,
1: Can I get a list of SmackDown tag teams? No, we didn't prepare for this. Julius, quickly, who would
0: you like (laughs) to see drafted? So
2: wait, they're having NXT move as well, right? No, apparently not. Not this year? No, apparently
0: NXT is excluded from the draft. (sighs) It's
2: too bad. I wanted Adam Cole to move up because it's his time. Ooh, good pick. Would Uh, you have him go to Raw or would you have him go to SmackDown? I think I'd have him go to Raw.
0: Yeah, that seems that tracks. Um, I'd see that for him.
2: Now, I, I mean, I don't actually even know who's <laughs> on SmackDown versus Raw. It's been, I mean, since last shakeup. That was that was last year, right? I don't know. It was because we we did an episode. I'm sure we did an
0: episode. We did an episode. It was one of our rare. Yeah, it was I one of our really early episodes, wasn't it?
2: I want Carmella to go wherever she isn't, um, and I want. Uh, I'm going to say Charlotte Flair to move wherever, wherever she's not,
0: Fair. just to shake it up. So some blonde women go somewhere. We'll figure out where. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris, uh, <laughs> did you ever make up your mind about what you want to see?
2: Um, I say... <laughs> I All don't. the blonde women? Switch them around. <laughs> it's a good day to book in there.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, I
2: don't... Frankly, the super producers from side Who of time. I want
1: to go where? I don't care. And they have a wild card rule anyway. So there's no wild card rule unless you're Bailey. There will be an Oscar. They will figure it Actually, out.
2: Actually, I want Bailey and Oscar to be split up because I they want, are okay. Good. Currently, but they
1: fight each other all the fucking time. So
2: yeah, I want them to have like restraining orders against each other.
0: I would like to see Keith Lee go to SmackDown. I want him to fight Roman Reigns. I want him to be Roman Reigns' next challenger. That's yeah.
1: That's a good answer. It's not fair for you. It's to
0: not have a funny answer. answer, but it's my answer. It's
1: not fair for you to have that answer locked and loaded, and then you ask the question. I, I and thought, thought about it when
0: I, I thought about it when Julius was trying to remember who Carmilla was.
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> and locked and loaded. <laughs> I uh. think after the uh, shakeup, we should have a podcast and pretend that we all were like really shocked at all the moves. Yeah,
1: yeah, we could. Yeah, that's maybe I would say get Jeff Hardy now that he's not champion. Get him over onto Raw.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. And thank you
0: for listening to another episode of Gay Fade Podcast. As always, you can back us on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Podcast, or follow us on Twitter at Podcast. This is it. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 see you all dun, next watching the tag match the women's tag match last night i was like who is that woman i was like she knew is she from nxt and i dana was like brooke? it was dana brooke and i was like oh my god i was like why did it take me like an inti- it wasn't until the backstage <laughs> she- segment where where i think michael cole was like well that was mandy rose and her new best friend dana brooke i was like oh my god how could i forget dana brooke <laughs> if she was walking down the street i wouldn't know I wouldn't a thing i